Chairs No Waiting, episode number 711, the e-bullet, November 2022. Two Chairs No Waiting is brought to you each week by the fine folks over at weaversdepartmentstore.com. It's that time of year, year you need to go looking around. Maybe you want to get an Andy Griffith wall calendar for 2023, or maybe you want to get a day-by-day flipbook calendar for 2023, or why not get both? You can get, check those out over at Weaver's. If you've got a child in your life, we actually have T-shirts and some actual little onesies for some of the smaller fans in the world. Head over to Weaver's and check those out. And while you're there, check out the cool books about Bob Denver that is also over there at weaversdepartmentstore.com. Check it out. And Two Chairs No Waiting is also brought to you by donations from listeners just like you. The executive producer of episode number 711 is Sarah Blaine. So, Sarah, thank you for supporting the podcast, and thank you all for being here with me. It's always a lot of fun to talk about the Andy Griffith Show and just the things that are going on in the around the Andy Griffith Show. Well, this is uh, no exception because we're going to be talking uh, the e-bullet. Now, if you don't get the e-bullet... I would normally say subscribe to it, and maybe you still do want to because there may still be uh, announcements or something that would come out on it. But we're going to be reading some stuff from the e-bullet, uh, so uh, le- we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but we're going to the e-bullet is the official newsletter of the Andy Griffith Show Rio and Watchers Club. It's been going for mm, forty years or so, so uh, we're going to enjoy going through that. We're going to do that, and if we have time, we'll do some other things. But uh, this may take a little bit to go through uh, all of our e-bullet information. So I hope you're going to enjoy it. I know I am uh, because uh, Jim Clark does an amazing job putting this all together. So let me see if I got some uh, music we can play uh, in the background. I think we'll play our, uh, uh, our trivia music. Yeah, we'll play that music because I like it. I want to thank Tim White and the VW Boys for letting me use the music. So, folks, we're going to be talking about the E-Bullet. Now, the E-Bullet, as I said, is the official newsletter of the Andy Griffith Show, Rio and Watchers Club. This is the November 2022 edition of the E-Bullet. So, we're going to dig right on into it because it's pretty long and we've got some things to talk about. So... uh, the editor's note is how this this episode actually starts. Uh, it's the, telling us that this is the final issue of the e bullet that's coming out. Mm, just let that sink in for you a minute, and I'll read this to you. After writing and editing the Andy Griffith Show Rio and Watchers Club newsletter for forty years, beginning with the bullet, the original printed newsletter that the Andy Griffith Show Rio and Watchers Club first published in October of 1982. I'm retiring from Mayberry newsletter writing and editing at the end of this year. This is coming from Jim Clark, by the way, just so you know. Jim Clark, the presiding goober of the Andy Griffith Show Rio and Watchers Club. He said, so this will be the final issue of the e-bullet. I can't imagine anything more fun than writing about Mayberry News all these years, but 40 years seems to be long enough for patient readers to endure the same Mayberry News writer and slash editor 
especially one that with such unbridled enthusiasm for inflicting really bad puns. <laughs> Jim has great puns, by the way. Commentary by Alan. His puns are awesome. In addition, with so much Mayberry information now being readily available through websites, social media, podcasts, and other outlets, a frequent full-length newsletter doesn't seem as necessary as maybe it once was for keeping folks fully up to date about the Mayberry goings-on. As with Barney's Bullet, there's always the possibility that a stray round of the e-bullet may still fire from time to time, but there are no plans to load any new e-bullets. The Andy Griffith Show Real Archers Club will, however, continue its e-bullet maintenance of our online archives of all back issues, including special editions. Okay, so just commentary from Alan. The issues go all the way back to 2001 online. So you can go all the way back to May or June in 2001 and see all the back issues of the e-bullet since then. They're all online, so you can go and read them anytime. Okay. Uh, the upcoming December issue of the Weavers newsletter will likely likewise be my Jim's last edition at the helm of that publication. Since its first issue in 2006, the Weavers newsletter has alternated months of publication with the e-bullet. So every other month you got a Weavers newsletter, the other month you got the e-bullet. After this year's Weavers newsletter will continue to be published on a schedule and with staff to be determined by Jan Newsom, the current proprietor of Weaver's Department Store, and Alan Newsom. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Our imayberry.com webmaster. The new Weaver's newsletter staff will, more likely than not, be Alan and Jan themselves. Uh, God bless them for all they do for the Rio Nutchers Club and Mayberry. So thank you for that, Jim. That's very nice of you. And we will be continuing the, the Weaver's Newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber to the Weaver's Newsletter, and you would like to still receive an emailed newsletter from Mayberry and the Rerun Watchers Club every other month or so, then I encourage you to sign up for the Weaver's Newsletter. And there's a link in the e-bullet uh, to go and si sign up for the Weaver's Newsletter. You can also, if you go to the Weaver's website, there's a link uh, there as well. You can sign up for the newsletter. And we'll probably make it a little more prominent now. Uh, all issues will continue to be available to read in the newsletter section at Weaver's Department Store as well. Okay, so I definitely encourage you to sign up for that. Even though there will no longer be new issues of the eBullet, I'll continue to update the eBullet's online event calendar, a.k.a. Floyd's Barbershop Bulletin Board, which can always be found at imayberry.com. For editorial simplicity, responsibility of maintaining the online event calendar may sooner or later later be taken over by the new weavers newsletter staff so that would be me and jan <laughs> and jim talked to us about this this is not a surprise thanks so much for reading the e-bullet and perhaps even the bullet or its printed offspring the pocket and the button down through the years even though publication of the e-bullet is ending some things will never change. All of us can keep right on watching The Andy Griffith Show and enjoy all facets of Mayberry as much as ever. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming and all the news from around Mayberry. 
Jim Clark. So that, let's stop right there for just a second. And I just want to thank Jim for all the amazing work he's done over the years, putting out the, the Rio and Rutgers clubs newsletter. He has done, I mean, 40 years he's been doing this. He doesn't get paid to do this. He's done it because of the love of the Andy Griffith show. And, uh, and we thank him so much for, we wouldn't be doing this podcast probably without Jim Clark. I can guarantee you. We wouldn't have imayberry.com. We wouldn't have all these Mayberry events. So Jim, thank you for helping keep all this alive. I realize we wouldn't have it without Andy, but I just as much think we wouldn't have it without Jim as well. So back to the e-bullet and we'll find out what Jim's last newsletter has to tell us. Welcome to the October it says October. It's actually November. Welcome to the November issue of the eBullet. It's been a really fun fall so far with lots of ha- Mayberry happenings, particularly in September's Mayberry Days and October's Mayberry Cruise. There's a lot to get into, words and pictures. So just jump in where you can and hang on. The event calendar is below. So if you're looking at the eBullet, you'll see the event calendar. And it lists the scheduled happenings uh, in the months ahead and news from all around Mayberry that, uh, that follows that. The event calendar will continually be updated online at imayberry.com, so be sure to check it out with new events and as they are added in the months ahead. All right, so Floyd's Barbershop Bulletin Board and Event Calendar. So uh, let's jump right into this. So no, uh, November the 27th, Karen Knotts brings her Tied Up in Knotts show to the Riley Arts Center in Ocala, Florida at 3 p.m. And the tickets range in price from $15 to $35. For ticket information, go to RileyArtsCenter.com. All these things I'm telling you, you can check out in the eBullet. If you go to imayberry.com, click on the eBullet link. You can go in here, read all these, and catch up on them uh, for yourself. So in 2023, the only events we have right now are is September 19th through the 24th would be the 34th annual Mayberry Days in Mount Airy, North Carolina. Cast members confirmed so far include Rodney Dillard, who will be performing with the Dillard Band, and Keith Thibodeau, Johnny Paul Jason, uh, who will be performing with his Christian rock band, David and the Giants. David and the Giants. So head over and check that out. Other ticketed parts of the festival that are confirmed <clears throat> include concerts by the Embers, Mayberry Days Golf Tournament, a.k.a. the Emmet, the Mayberry Days Dinner and Entertainment, which is right after the golf tournament, a concert by the Band of Oz, Michael Hoover's Memories of Elvis, Tim White and Troublesome Hollows, Tribute to Mayberry Concert, uh, and a concert by the Bellamy Brothers, uh, Professor Brower's lecture and Colonel Tim's talent time. For more information, head over to MayberryDays.org or .com. Both of them work. Tickets uh, for some portions of the weekends are already there. So head over there and check them out. All right. News of cast and crew. I should add one thing as long as we're in here for the uh, event calendar. The Mayberry Cruise is already scheduled for next year. It's going to be a five-day cruise, October 28th through November the 2nd. So that information will be in the event calendar really soon. So be watching for that and go with us on the Mayberry Cruise. News of cast and crew. Ron Howard is currently in post-production for The Shrinking of Treehorn, the first animated film that he has directed. Ron also has no less than two dozen projects for which he is serving as producer or executive producer. 
including Louis Armstrong's Back, Back, Black, and Blues. And it's an Apple original documentary that's currently streaming on Apple TV. During a bunch, a brunch at Newport, California Film Festival in October the 16th, Ron received Variety Legend and Groundbreaking Award in recognition for his creative leadership. Up the California coast that evening, he then hosted a screening of uh, in Ojai, California, of Rebuilding Paradise documentary about the 2018 horrific camp wildfire in California. Uh, just a week later, on October the 23rd, Ron was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award, award at the Savannah Film Festival. So it's at the SCAD, which is, I forgot what it is. It's, it's the name something, Savannah, something of, of arts thing. That's <laughs> what so I forgot. You can look it up, SCAD, Savannah Film Festival. He won a Lifetime Achievement Award. Ron and Imagine producing partner Ryan Grazer are key supporters for the recent launch of Impact, a filmmaking network service similar to LinkedIn, uh, but focused on filmmaking. The Atlanta area is receiving special attention in the initial phases of its launch. Like his big brother, Clint Howard Leon himself from the Indie Girl Show has been making the rounds at assorted events around the country and even at sea. Here's a couple of photos if you want to go check them out. There's photos of his adventures. Uh, one of them is in Telluride, California. Colorado at the Horror Show uh, Festival, film festival, back in October, where he's uh, in front of his ice cream man poster. So he's giving out ice cream at Ice Cream Man. It's one of his horror movies. And then the other picture is actually uh, Clint on the Mayberry Cruise with some guy named Alan Newsom uh, interviewing him as part of the cruise. Uh, also on the cruise, we had Dixie Griffith. She was there with us as well. Rodney Dillard and the Dillards have had a full fall so far with performances at Mayberry Days in North Carolina and Uncle Pen Fest in Indiana the same weekend. As part of the Uncle Pen Fest, Rodney accepted induction of the Dillards into the Bill Monroe Bluegrass Hall of Fame in Bean Blossom, Indiana. Not to be confused with the International Bluegrass Hall of Fame that's in Owensboro, Kentucky, into which the Dillards were inducted during the presentation in Nashville back in 2009. There's a link to the coverage in the e-bullet about the Dillards and the recent induction, including extensive reflections by the Dillards and bluegrass music history uh, by Rodney himself. So there's a lot of good information. Next, Rodney was part of the Western Edge concert saluting pioneers, including the Dillards and the Country Boys slash Kentucky Colonels of West Coast Country Rock at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum in Nashville. Rodney performed and took part in various presentations. An exhibit, including Key Dillard's memorabilia, is on display at the museum until May 25. 2025 so until may 2025 rodney returned to nashville area with the dillards the next week for a concert in franklin tennessee man rodney has been busy he's been all over the place so there's some wonderful pictures of him uh, at these awards uh, ceremonies there's a great picture in here of keith thibodeau and dennis rush 
they were once again participating in the magic of Mayberry uh, as they're at the golf tournament banquet during September's Mayberry Days. There's a great picture there. You got you got Howie and Johnny Paul Jason together again. So it's good to see those guys together. Margaret Carey was the parade. Uh, the uh, it was at the Mayberry Parade. She was the Grand Marshal for the Mayberry Days Parade at Mayberry Days this year. You got a great picture of her. If you want to check out the actual picture, Cody Sloan actually took the picture. One of our listeners. Good job, Cody. The creators of last year's Mayberry Man movie, including Stark Howell and Courthouse, Sons of Hoke Howell, Mayberry's first, Dud Wash, and Greg Shell, the son of Ronnie Shell, are about to wrap up principal filming this month, November, on the new Mayberry Man TV series, which is being filmed in Danville, Indiana, Mount Airy, North Carolina, and in Southern California. Like the original movie, which is available on DVD at Weaver's Department Store. The series is being funded in large part by offering an array of incentives in exchange for relatively small donations by a lot of fans. The fundraising efforts have raised about $130,000, enough to fund the filming of a first season consisting of four, and news update, it was just updated to five episodes. There's going to be five episodes. The series follows follows the continuing story of Chris Stone, a.k.a. the Mayberry Man, played by Brett Varvel, and his romantic interest, Kate, played by Ashley Elaine. Mayberry favorite tribute artists and others with uh, Mayberry Connections are reprising their roles uh, uh, from the movie. Uh, They're being joined by some new, yet very familiar faces, including Ronnie Schell and George Lindsay Jr. Because the movie has some Christmas elements in it, or the series, I should say, has some Christmas elements in it. It's expected that the series will be released sometime in the 2023 holiday season, so sometime in the fall of next year. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going uh, leaving this week uh, on Saturday to head out to finish my shoots my, uh, right before Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun. All right, a Mayberry Days recap. So this is from Jim Clark in the e-bullet. Now, I kind of gave a little bit of a recap. Let's see what Jim says. The 34th annual Mayberry Days in Mount Airy. Is it the 34th? 33rd. Uh, in Mount Airy was another spectacular edition of the festival, along with some of the best weather and largest attendance the festival's history. The week was filled with special performances, presentations, screenings, meet and greets, and celebrations, and most of all, Mayberry Fellowship. That is so true. Uh, There's a great picture in here of T. Graham Brown singing during the uh, Cross Creek Country Club dinner, the Mayberry Golf Tournament dinner. Great picture in here. Special guest. From the Andy Griffith Show, cast included Rodney Dillard, the guitar playing Darling Boy, Ronnie Shell, he was on two episodes of the Andy Griffith Show, and he was Duke Slater on Gomer Pyle USMC. Uh, Margaret Carey, who was Bess Muggins and Helen Scobie, Keith Thibodeau, who was Johnny Paul Jason, Opie's buddy, and Dennis Rush, Howie, as I already mentioned a minute ago, and Ruta Lee, that college kid, and Darlene Mason, she played both characters. It was uh, her first uh, ever appearance at a Mayberry event and who also received the key to the city of Mount Airy, North Carolina. So there's a great picture of her 
during the interview with Neil Brower in the in the in the e-bullet. So check that out. Other guests, special guests included Karen Knotts, the daughter of Don Knotts, Bettina Link, the wife of associate producer and personal manager of Andy, Richard Olink, Dreama Denver, the wife of Bob Denver, the second dyed wash, uh, Dick Atkins, the producer of Murder in Coyote County, which starred Andy Griffith and Johnny Cash, and Daniel Roebuck. Daniel Roebuck played Cliff on Matlock, and he received a key to the City of Mount Airy as well. Uh, incognito again this year was Dixie Griffith, the daughter of Andy Griffith, as a tribute artist <clears throat> for the Mount Pilot fun girl, Skippy. So when you see that, see her, you'll know that was that she was there. Uh, throughout the festival, there were special remembrances of friends lost since the previous festival. There was a celebration of life for Betty Lynn at the historic Earl Theater on Friday morning. The Dillards dedicated their Friday concert to the late Maggie Peterson Mancuso. Late trivia maven Pat Bullens, a.k.a. the Lady in Red, if you've ever been to Mayberry Day's trivia contest, you'd know who that was, uh, was honored. Uh, Pat Bullens was honored at the Mayberry Day's trivia contest. Dewey Lamb was remembered, a huge fan. If you don't know Dewey, a great guy. He was remembered at the Mayberry Day's auction. And Alma Venable uh, from uh, from the Mayberry Motor Inn, and she was Mount Airy's Aunt B. She passed away just two weeks before the festival, and she was honored by her grandson's band performing her Mayberry song during Colonel Tim's talent time. And Tim White and the Troublesome Hollow also dedicated their concert to Miss Alma. Uh, so it was, a, it was a great time of remembrance, and it was a happy time. Uh, sad they're not there, but wow, the memories we were able to pull together it was amazing. While we have a few photos scattered throughout the issue of the e-bullet, uh, you might want to check out the 2022 Mayberry Days Gallery at the Surrey Arts Council website. So if you go to mayberrydays.com and go over and click in the section there, you'll be able to find the gallery that was by four different photographers. So there's some really, there's bunches, bunches of photos over there. So go and check those out. Great pictures uh, worth looking at. So in memorandum, I'm not going to read all these, but I wanted to just let you guys know about this. So Mark Miller, now you may not remember the name, but you remember his face. So Mark Miller played Bob Rogers in Barney's replacement. He was the, the guy that came down and Barney thought he was going to replace him. Remember? And who's been messing up the bulletin board came from that episode. Uh, but he passed away uh, in on September the 9th. He was 97 years old. He, he, he was living in Santa Monica, California and passed away of natural causes. There's a great write-up that Jim did. I'm not going to read it. I want you to go and check out the e-bullet. And there's a link right on the front of imayberry.com. Go check it out and and just read about this this amazing life and the different things he's done throughout his career. Uh, it's really amazing. So we have one other remembrance I want to bring up, and that is Ted White. So Ted White passed away. Now, I almost guarantee you don't know who Ted White was. Ted White was an actor and stuntman who died of natural causes at his home in California back on October the 14th. He was 96 years old. So Ted's connection to The Andy Griffith Show was his portrayal of escaped convict Avery Noonan in The Legend of Barney Fife in the sixth season. So it's a color episode. You guys probably 
may not know uh, about this. But as you read about him and find out all about his life and the different roles he's had, uh, he was on Planet of the Apes. Uh, I mean, he's been on just so many different things. Go and check it out. The one that hit me that I didn't have a clue about at all is he played Jason from Friday the 13th. And in, in one, uh, it was in the, uh, let's see which one it was. It was the final chapter back in 1984. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. He was Jason. So I was like, wow, that is an iconic role. So if you want to just get more information about him, please go and check it out. Because, yeah, he, he had an amazing career. Uh, so definitely something worth checking out. So finally, I think we got just a little bit more here. Let me check you. Uh, we got a chapter update. So these are the new chapters of the Rio and Watchers Club since the September bullet. So these are the names. I always love these names. So from Mount Carmel, Illinois, we have, she married that man who fell down a lot. You remember that? The, <laughs> the sisters on the phone. Oh, I remember. Charlotte Tucker. I remember that. She married that man who fell down a lot. Great chapter name. Good job. Uh, from Withville, Virginia, we have the Mayberry Choir, which, wow, that's not taken? It always amazes me these names that aren't taken. And then from Crockett, Texas, we have Leon's PB&J testers. <laughs> so that's great. Our total number of chapters that have started since the, rerun, the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club was founded in 1979 is now 1,482. 1,482 chapters. We send a special shout-out to Sherry K. Hyatt of the Compulsion Nuts chapter in Kingsport, Tennessee for doing the inscriptions on the chapter charters for the last several years. Sherry and her predecessor, Tanya Hamill of the Barney chapter in Greensboro, North Carolina, and Mary Clark of the Andy chapter in Nashville, Tennessee, have inscribed all the chapter charters after the initial 100 or so. So we want to thank all of them for that. You can still start a chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rio and Watchers Club. Uh, and there is information about how to do it. Uh, you just find out how, uh, you know, if there's a name already exists, there, you go to the uh, Rio and Watchers Club website at imavery.com and you can check out all this stuff. If you have any trouble, you can email me. I'll send you to the right place. But to join or to start a chapter, you have to mail in your chapter request. Actual mail. That's right. Not email. Mail. You need to really mail it. Okay. Uh, you you can do it by email if you have to. But, you know, we're old school. So you can send it to goober at imavery.com and he'll take care of it. But, you know, we like it mailed in. It's just more personal. All right. <clears throat> anyway. Whether or not you start your own chapter, you can always join the online chapter of Who's Been Messing Up the Bulletin Board. And uh, there's a link there about it. And there's a bunch of Mayberry chapters on Facebook as well. So go and check out stuff. There's a merchandise update. I'm not going to read through all these, but there's, like I said, there's the Mayberry calendars. There's, uh, there's, there's Thelma Lou's book. Great gifts, guys. So if you're wanting to give gifts to your friends that are Mayberry fans, there's the Andy Griffith or the Mayberry Rerun watcher's guide season one it's a fairly new book great book got a lot of great information there's a mayberry tea towel uh, there's a great looking new mayberry squad car a little die cast car it's a pretty big one it's about 
I don't know, five, six inches long. It's a pretty good size little car. So it's worth, uh, worth checking out and getting you one. They cost a little bit, but they're nice. And uh, these Mayberry USA zip-up fleece jackets, you can wear the Pride with you. There's a red version and a gray version. I wore my gray one to work today. It was great. It was finally cold enough. <laughs> so go over and check it out. There's a lot of really cool stuff over at Weaver's. Uh, so chapter news. There's the Mayberry chapter in Knoxville, Tennessee, publishes and published their summer and fall issue of the Mayberry Minutes, which is their chapter newsletter in September. They published it. It's usually about 16 pages with full color throughout. The printed Mayberry Minutes is available for $20 for two or maybe three issues per year or $10 for a PDF version. So you can get it mailed to you with a printed out copy for $20. Or you can get a PDF version emailed to you for $10. It's traditionally uh, drawn, it has traditionally drawn on the e-bullet for much of its news that's not related directly to chapter activities. And it may continue that practice by tapping into Weaver's newsletter after the final e-bullet. So if you'd like your Mayberry News on paper, or maybe as a PDF file, uh, Mayberry Minutes is a great option. You can contact the editor, Dennis Bill, at kingofmayberry at comcast.net. Kingofmayberry at comcast.net. And the information is on the website, so go check it out. We have great pictures of this year's winner of the Mayberry Trivia Contest. That's right. we got Mike Jones as the winner, and in the picture, he's on the right if you're seeing the picture. And our runner-up was Jim Sherrill. Uh, both are multiple-time multiple champions uh, so it's pretty good run. There's a lot of great pictures of things going on in and around Mayberry, uh, awards presentations that were done after Mayberry days or after, uh, or well, later on at Mayberry Colonel Tim's. There's a lot of cool stuff like that in here. And so congratulations to Norm Schultz and Christine and Brad Bourne on their recognition for contributions to the Andy Griffith Show, Rio and Orchards Club and Mayberry. So congratulations to both. Uh, the Mayberry Cronies chapter in, in Sebring, Ohio, and all over the place, actually, published its fall issue of the Cronies Con Chronicle newsletter in September. If past patterns hold true, and Bob Miller's charts indicate that they will, uh, it will also be counted as the only edition <clears throat> for 2022. Uh, that's the Cronies, by the way. By the way, uh, whenever you run into a crony, their official greeting is, Hey, crony. <laughs> so that helps you. Uh, this edition of the newsletter included highlights and photos of many chapters, recent activities, primarily uh, the Mayberry Meetup and Mayberry Days in September. The newsletter also included remembrances of beloved cronies members like Dewey Lamb, as we mentioned earlier, and Kathy Jo Huffspetler, if I said her name correctly, who passed away during the Mayberry Days week this year. Uh, leaders of I Was the Pawn of a, in the Hands of a Wily Woman from Plainview, Nebraska, and tr Mayberry Troop number 44 from Clear Wake, Wisconsin, joined forces in going to Nashville, where they met up with members of the Andy chapter back in October. Founders of the Andy Chapter, the Goober Chapter in Pensacola, Florida, 
the goober says, hey, chapter in Dallas, Texas, and where there's smoke, there's firewater chapter in Fort Worth, Texas, also gathered in North Carolina in late October for a hearty eating and some miniature golf. The Andy chapter will also meet with Liberty Gibbet chapter from Albuquerque, New Mexico later this month, and with the founders of the Barney chapter in Greensboro, North Carolina, and Sarah chapter in Charlotte, North Carolina, and possibly We the People also in Greensboro, coming up in December. The founder of Barney Get Me the Highway Folder chapter in McKinley, Texas, and the associate members of I Ain't No Rockefeller, Big Stone Gap, Bristol, Virginia, uh, recently rendezvoused uh, for a pilgrimage to Mount Airy with a mission of touring the Andy Griffith Museum for the very first time. Wow, Uh, that is a real treat if you get to do that. Uh, members of Pepperelli Pizza in, Ray, in Rayford, North Carolina, report that they're doing well, but they confess that as Tar Heel basketball season cranks up, yeah, they might be watching a bit more of that than of Andy Griffith's show, so <laughs> I guess that's okay. Uh, there are intentions that never hit your grandma with a great big stick from Tifton, Georgia, has been uh, indications anyway. There's indications that 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 uh, that chapter has been doing some canning this fall. So far, there are no signs of kerosene cucumbers, but the canny canners have shown an interest in pickled beets. So, folks from Oregon to Nova Scotia are on the number two amber alert and one awake at all times for possible incursions and invasion of by the invasive recipes. And that's it for chapter news. Folks, uh, we want you to keep sending in chapter news. This may be the last issue of the e-bullet, but we definitely want you to keep the information and chapter reports coming to goober at imayberry.com. You just never know when they might come into some other forum and continue to be sharing the news about chapter activities from time to time. So definitely, please keep that information coming uh, to the chapter. So online, there's the I Mayberry community, the Andy Griffith Show Reorganizers Club online community organized by and overseen by me, Alan Floyd Newsom, with the help of Keith Colonel Harvey Brown uh, is I Mayberry community and definitely something you might want to check out and it's free. So come over and sign up for that. Uh, the I Mayberry community complements all the other online activities uh, that include imayberry.com webpages, the Facebook pages, the online newsletter, like the e-bullet, the Weaver's Department Store.com site and chat rooms. The Two Chairs No Waiting is our weekly podcast. You evidently already know about that, or you wouldn't be listening if you're still listening. <laughs> and uh, it's been going around. There's a new episode every Tuesday, and you can watch and listen live during the tapings on Monday evenings. As of this week, as I read this, There have been a mind-boggling 710 episodes, this is 711, since since the podcast was launched back in October of 2008. Past episodes are online in the archive, so you can go and listen to all the past episodes of the podcast. If you scroll around on there, you'll be able to find out that there's Burke on Mayberry podcast that you might also enjoy there. If you go to twochairsnowaiting.com, you'll see it. There's there's links to all these on there, and, and you'll see it. You'll see the Mayberry Devotional hosted by uh, Brian Rose and the Mayberry Bible Study Podcast is still there 
but no new episodes are coming out, but it's there. So you can go and check it out. The Rio and Rogers Club has official Facebook page, facebook.com slash T-A-G-S-R-W-C. We'll take you right to it. There's over 250,000 folks that have liked or follow whatever the correct thing is uh, for that page. And we want to invite you to head over and like that page. So make sure you stay informed of things going on around Mayberry. And even Ben Weaver has a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Weaver's Department Store. Uh, and it features the latest in Mayberry items and news events. There's there's a lot of stuff, guys. Go over to the imayberry.com, click on the e-bullet, scroll down toward the bottom. Lots of links to all kinds of stuff, including uh, the who's been messing up the bulletin board. There's just a lot of links in there. I don't normally read this much of the e-bullet, but guys, Jim Clark has worked so hard for so many years to make this an amazing newsletter. I don't know if he won any awards for it, but you know, he should have. So Jim, all of us here on the podcast and all the fans from the Andy Griffith Show, we want to thank you for 40 years of Mayberry fun that you have provided to us with the e-bullet, the bullet, the pocket, the button, all the different ways that you have done uh, this stuff for us. We thank you for that. And uh, I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for all the hard work you've done. 40 years. We hate to see it go, but I think you've probably, you've probably done your time. And uh, we thank you so much for that. So we will continue uh, with the Weavers newsletter. So if you guys have not seen the Weavers Department Store newsletter, if you go to Weavers, if you go there, and you will see uh, up at the top corner on, on your computer anyway, you'll see it. it says Weavers newsletter. If you click it, you can go there and you can read the latest issue and you can subscribe to it. So you can do both. So they're right there on the page. So make sure you sign up for the Weavers newsletter because it'll be the primary newsletter that we'll be sending out from the Rerun Watchers Club perspective uh, most of the time. So there may be, as Jim said, issues of the e-bullet that fire off or at least little pieces, but there's no plans to do that. So definitely subscribe. While you're at it, subscribe to this podcast. If you've not subscribed, please do. If you if you watch the YouTube version, please subscribe to the YouTube channel so you'll make sure you don't miss out on any of the stuff that's going on around Mayberry. Wow. So that is it. This is a long episode. I really felt like we needed to honor Jim and talk about the e-bullet, about it going, you know, about it stopping. Uh, I've got a feeling we're going to be hearing things from the e-bullet over the years. Uh, you know, maybe republished articles because we only go back to 2001 with the electronic versions of the e of the bullet the newsletter the official newsletter uh so the e-bullet i guess it was by then so there were you know 20 years before that so we have a lot of we have all of them here at two chairs headquarters they're all in my uh shelves or in my cabinets you see behind me so maybe I'll be able to pull out some of the articles that are kind of evergreen and we will try to make those available to you guys as well, because it's amazing content that Jim's created over the years. Uh, we need to make sure it gets seen by people who may have never seen it or have lost their copy 
over the years. So folks, I would love to hear from you. I would like for you to write in and uh, talk about the podcast, but I would also like to hear you tell about what the Rio and Watchers Club has meant to you and the e-bullet and the bullet and the pocket and all those things. Call in. That would be the best. You can call in at 888-684-8415-888-6... I can't remember the phone number. This has happened to me before. I just said it. 888-684-8415. You can call in. Leave your comments about Jim, the work he's done. I would like to be able to show those and show them off. So, folks, do that, and I would be very appreciative. Folks, until next time, I want to thank you for being here at Two Chairs, and we'll see you next time.